All right. Welcome back to Not A Beer Show. This is episode number five. Um, we're throwing it back to the first episode where we had the, uh, the topic of figure skaters versus hockey players as to who is a better skater. So we have the one and only Leland Avril on the show today. Yay! Clap, clap. What's going on, guys? Happy to be on. And uh, I'm going to defend my case. I was kind of a little offended the last time I listened to the pod. And I was getting the name ran through the dirt with no chance to defend myself. So I'm happy to be on. Well, we're happy to have you. I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's great. It's going to be funny. Uh, you want to crack these beers first before we get into anything? Yeah. Before well, get yeah, most importantly. Uh, Leland's an old-time friend for anybody who doesn't know him. He's like the I, I say he's like the glue guy and glue guy in the fucking whole friend group in Pinocchio. He's like the guy who he's the keeps everyone guy together. That you keeps know? everyone together. Yeah, yeah. He's a legend there. You and Dylan. Yeah. Everyone comes and goes, but you're the you're the, the hype guy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we well, got for domestic. Um, oh yeah, so for the guests from now on, we'll be choosing the beer when we have them on. So Leland, you can tell them your uh, your two choices. All right, so first choice for the domestic is a Coors Banquet, an absolute classic, and it's actually called a Coors Original now, and we'll talk about that later when we get mm-hmm. more into the beer. But uh, yeah, Coors Banquet for the domestic and for the craft, I went with the... Uh, the Phillips Tiger Shark. I haven't actually had this one yet. I've had uh, the Blue Buck and the Electric Unicorn, but not the Tiger Shark. So I figured I'd give her a go today. Yeah, yeah, I haven't had that either. So I'm excited. I've, I've tried Tiger that. Shark before. It's I think it's pretty good. Um, I've heard it's good. Phillips is probably my favorite brewery on the island. Uh, Dude, you know what my favorite thing about Phillips is, is the cans, man. Dude, the cans are cans. sick. That's what I say all the time. I think the best part is like their logos and shit like that. And like for sure, I've because gotta... like you go, like most craft breweries, man, you like go there and like the cans, they like they're kind of just like very simplistic, and it's just like their logo and like the kind of beer, and they don't really have a cool design. But yeah, like, I feel like Phillips stands out a lot more. Yeah, compared yeah. to other yeah. like craft breweries, just cool because designs. of their designs. Um, and they like imprint it into the can. It's not like a like a like a sticker like most craft yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in yeah, there. Yeah, like yeah. Siding, like siding fourteen is just like two stickers. Yeah, yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Phillips is sweet. I've got like a like a wooden plaque that's like the Solaris logo. Oh yeah, it's sick. I love it. Um, but yeah, they've got they definitely have just like the coolest ones. Them and a uh, Hoyn. I think Hoyn has some cool logos too, like Hoyn Dark Matter is super cool. Which oh, one? Yeah. Which one's bigger, Phillips or Hoyn? Phillips for sure. Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. Yeah, Phillips is huge, man. Is it? Oh yeah. I didn't. I haven't realized how big they were. Like I only noticed they're here when I moved here. So. Yeah, Phillips. Phillips has gotten big ever since like the this like surge of craft breweries. Yeah, I've seen like I've seen a lot of like. Um, mainstream restaurants and like uh ski hills and whatnot they all have like the blue buck yeah that on mm-hmm. top of a lot actually like you don't really see craft beer on top a lot but yeah blue yeah, Buck's but, like a, yeah like a really good uh pilsner i think yeah is it a pilsner a, yeah i think so I, th- I thought it was a colch 
I think it's a Pilsner because they have oh. the they have one that's called like the seventy six Kolsch. Well, fuck it. Let's get into this fucking Coors Banquet or Coors Original. We'll learn about that later. I really need to drink some of this. What we're cracking them? Crack yeah. right now. Crack it. Oh yeah. Cheers to Cam. So I've been I've been drinking this all day to be honest. Um. Cheers to Cam there, Leland, right there. There it is. So yeah, I've been drinking this all day. That's one of my favorite beers, to be honest. One of my favorite domestic beers. The banquet, yeah, absolutely. It's uh. When did it come out, Leland? Do you remember? It like is. in so, Canada. So I remember on your first episode, you were talking about which came first, Coors yeah, Light or Coors I had Banquet. That completely and, wrong. <laughs> yeah, Coors. So it's actually not Coors Banquet and come. Coors Original came first, and that's like um, from the states, like in Colorado. Oh, okay. yeah. And uh, I think that was later. The banquet is basically just what they released in Canada as the Coors Original. It's basically the same thing. Okay. Um, I think banquet was just their like Canadian version of it, but now I think they switched it just to Coors Original. Um, you were at the uh, first Coors Lighter Coors Banquet, which I was so fucking ass backwards wrong on. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah. we can restart there. There's some uh, comments about that. Yeah. There was like comments fucking, about that. It's like a fucking beer podcast doesn't even know what a Coors come Coors <laughs> came first for Coors Light. I fucked yeah. up on that one, man. It's all right, man. Oh, yeah, if you guys are like a big podcast, you'd be getting just absolutely porched on Twitter about it. <laughs> Probably. Man, spit and, spit and check, let's look at like something wrong. And like instantly, like not even 10 minutes of the episode being being out there, just getting fucking destroyed <laughs> on Twitter. <Yeah. laughs> I think like hockey fans are really, like that's a hockey podcast, right? Yeah. I bet hockey fans are just, just going nuts on them. They're pretty wild. Yeah, ruthless. Oh, man. Ruthless fucking hockey fans. Anyway, uh, Coors Original came first. Yeah, Coors Original. Then Coors Light, I believe. And then, yeah, I believe that uh, Coors Banquet was just the Canadian version of Coors Original. And now they don't call it Banquet anymore at all. And it's just Coors Original. So do you think they, like, changed the recipe for Coors Banquet or just the fucking same? Um, dude, to be honest... Coors Original does not taste the same as, like, the Banquet did when it was here. And oh, yeah. I don't know if they just changed it all, because obviously American beer is less strong than Canadian. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe it's being brewed uh, just solely in the States now and not uh, not in Canada at all. I don't know. It's tough to say. What's that can? Yeah. This is uh, original. Coors Original. Yeah, what does it say? Brewed in Colorado? Born in Colorado. Yeah, born in Golden, Colorado. Brewed by Molson Coors Canada in Chilliwack. Oh, really? Chilliwack, Toronto, Montreal, Moncton, St. John, Canada. Yeah. Yeah. So it is in Canada. Maybe it's just the placebo effect of the cool cans. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> do you know uh are this is coors like this in the states like were they like this color and shit or was uh, it like... yeah they're there's a little bit more like design on the can and stuff but it's pretty much the exact same thing all right but uh um 
The best Coors Banquet is the Stubby Bottles for sure. Oh fuck yeah! They're so they're so sweet. The little Coors Stubbies. Is like the most classic domestic beer. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I think it's like Coors, Molson Canadian, and then Budweiser. Well, in Canada, I guess you, is it That's Molson like Canadian beer? States? I don't. I don't think so. Well then. Well then, even then, I would. Yeah, yeah. Like Coors or yeah. Budweiser. Yeah, Budweiser, Coors, uh, Bud Light. Budweiser everywhere. What What do you think is bigger, Body Light or Budweiser? As when people drink Bud Light, Bud Light, Bud Light for sure. Yeah, I think Bud Light as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I dude, I honestly don't think that Budweiser has like a real appealing taste to like people who don't drink beer. You know what I mean? Whereas a Bud Light, you can kind of just fucking give it to anybody and they can drink it, mostly because it's fucking just water. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it tastes like water, so. We at, we actually did the last episode or two episodes ago. There, Brent. Bud Light. Bud Light. Two episodes ago. Two episodes. Oh, ago. Bud Light. Yeah, Bud Light. Yeah, it tastes like water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's. I don't know. It's a classic, man. It's like, oh, I don't know what to drink, but I'll grab a case of Bud Lights. Give me a fucking buddy. You can never go wrong. Like I don't think it, I've never had bad Bud Light. <laughs> I remember uh, at Pinocchio Stampede, I was used to clean the bleachers, and Bud yeah. Light Lime was just the first oh, thing that year. Yeah. And it was fucking everywhere. I think all those cans, it was Bud Light Lime everywhere. That's a summer hit. And then the following year, Bud Light Apple. (laughs) The Apples. The Babbles. Shout out Ryan Ryan Haynes. Is he Bud Light Apple guy? (gasps) Have you never heard the story? No. Is it it, it private? Is it a private story or what? No, he owns it. It's awesome. He he takes this like the best anybody could ever take this happening to someone. Absolutely, man. If that happened to me. To Ryan Haynes. Like, it's insane. Uh, So I'll tell you the story. Yeah, you agree, Leland, right? Dude, like, if if that happened to me, I'd be ashamed of myself. Ryan Ryan owns like he t- like he'll just like tell you the story no shame yeah like he just owns it he's and like that's the best possible way anybody could ever have a reaction to something like this because it's like if yeah you let this fuck with you you're screwed and it'll be a part is, of you for the rest of your is life is it that bad as um, oh, you, you literally never live that down you, you um, would never live that down at all like <laughs> i feel like because yeah. he owns it he doesn't get shit about it like, well he owns it and it makes you make fun of him less it's like yeah, yeah it's like well, not as funny okay i'll tell you this is this story. is this the story about the party and the bed uh no i don't, I don't think, so. think so no no okay 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 Okay. so this was carlina moorcroft's house mm, okay um we were having like a fire that night and uh like i remember i stayed at carter winnichuck's house like and everything and we were all just drinking around the fire it was a pretty late night but ryan was like especially fucked up he was so drunk i've never seen anybody that drunk before and he uh drank like a full was it like a 24 pack of apples uh, two four but like apples yeah <laughs> he drank a full 24 pack of by light apples um I, I i don't think he showed up to the party until like 9 30 or 10 and he just started so, crushing. I'm pretty, I'm pretty late to get on a full two for a fucking beers. Um, yeah, so anyway. Middle, like, kind of getting late in the night. It's like two in the morning. Or one in the morning. Ryan gets up and, like, 
uh, like has to go to the bathroom or something. <laughs> you farted. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's going to be Jesus. on the show. <laughs> That's fucking not coming out of that, dude. Oh, yeah. We oh, are man. not fixing that. Okay, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's fitting for the story you're about to finish. Yeah, no, I think I know the story. So, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Ryan goes down. Foreshadowing. Goes foreshadowing. Leland was Loki foreshadowing. So Ryan gets up, stumbles to go to the bathroom, and we don't see him for like an hour. And everybody's like, oh, what? wait, what the fuck? Like, what happened to Ryan? And uh, Carlina went to go check on him. And we all just figured he fell asleep. <laughs> Dude, he like didn't even make it to the bathroom. And he like was so drunk, he like fell over, passed out on the floor and shit his pants. <laughs> on Carlina Moorcroft's floor. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, I I, 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 I yeah, knew yeah, that like, story. I just thought it was, that's what I was trying to get at the beginning because I thought I was in the bed where he shit himself. <laughs> I don't think it was no, in the bed. Oh, dude, a bed would be terrible, but no, yeah. yeah. He just like, he went to go to bed or like, um, he just went to chill out for a minute and yeah, he passed out. And when he woke up like middle of the night, he had shit himself. He was so fucking hammered. Oh, was it? Was it? Was it runny? Was it? Oh, dude, I don't know. He'd it was to, he'd bought have, an he'd, apple he'd, fucking place. You might have to. You might have to get Ryan on the pod to fucking Just defend himself here. Explain this. Yeah. yeah, tell us your shit Ryan, story, Ryan. Ryan will one hundred percent tell you he owns the shit out of it. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's like the best <laughs> well, way anybody could ever fucking handle that. So, yeah, to you, Ryan Hades. Dude, I'd I've be so a, embarrassed. I've got another friend that, like, without fail, if he gets, if he just has, like, one too many beers, he pees the bed. What? Really? Like, he used to piss the bed all the time. It's your college buddy all or something? All the time. Yeah, in Calgary. Yeah, he used to piss the bed. Damn. All the time. Wear, I would never does think he wear he was, a, like, too fucked up, but. Does, does he wear a diaper to bed or something when he drinks? No. Dude, he, like, pissed on his girlfriend, like, Every other weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, plot twist: she loves to be. She loves the piss fetish. That's Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Brent, I uh, we we both know somebody who uh, enjoys to piss himself when they're drunk too. I won't drop a name here, but uh, we were at a hockey party. Uh, I think I was in grade twelve, and it was a year-end hockey party, and. Uh, <laughs> just to like this individual is our coach just keep that in mind and uh he's pretty close to our age so i guess it's uh it's not quite as bad it's not like he's a year old man coaching some teenagers and doing this but uh yeah we had a hockey party one night and it was, i think it was our year end or something like that or maybe a christmas party but uh it got a little rowdy got a little out of hand and uh when we we woke up in the morning and we went out into the garage that this uh, house party was at, and here he is sitting on like a it's a homemade bench, like a, just like a wood bench, and he he's buck naked and he's facing away from the door of the garage. So when you walk in, all he sees his back and his ass on the bench, and uh, yeah, he's buck naked, and there's just a pool of piss on the floor in front of the bed, <laughs> and his clothes are just all piled up behind him. Absolutely classic. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I can't imagine just waking up and that's like when you get woke up in that situation oh man what just what happened to me like you just wake up so confused i don't know i've never i don't think i've ever 
No, I don't think I've ever been that drunk either. Dude, I remember one night. <laughs> this was last summer. Um, I went to uh, my friend Jess and Robin's wedding. Like, I went, came back home for it. And um, my buddy Alex was, like, my date, my plus one. <laughs> and, so, mm. and, like, Tyler Wise also knows them. I think you know Ty Dawson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so and it, we went to this, uh, to their wedding in Silver Lake and, uh, Alex drove in from Calgary to see me and then to like go with me. So it was super fun. And he, uh, he worked the next day and then we just ended up getting fucked up at the wedding and have to stay in the groom's little brother's house in Sylvan Lake and I slept in the groom's little brother's bed and Alex was so fucking hammered in the middle of the night that he got up, couldn't find the bathroom and then just like found this like cold room and that had like soil in the room and pissed in the dirt and then came back to bed and we like got up and left the next morning. <laughs> It the fuck, so dude? Dude, one of the craziest you, um, nights. Do you still talk to nags at all, Brent? A little bit. I think I know you a story, should, Leland. You know that story, dude. You should get him on the pod to tell that story, because it is actually so funny. Like, yeah, one of the funniest like drinking stories I've ever heard. I think you were. Uh, you told that BPs when we were home. That's yeah, yeah, like yeah, when yeah. he was at the girl's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta get him on the pod about that story. That is an I've absolute bop. Story. It's a fun good story. It's kind of yeah. like related to your story. Not related, but it's same as same story. It's a it's a piss the drunk piss story. Another be old good old piss story. Tell me off camera, oh. off air. Yeah, I'll I'll let him tell you in full detail. But uh, yeah, it's it's classic. It's a good one. Like, I was quarantined, but treat me a big guy. Dude, um, it's good now that the golf courses are open. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty nice. And it was it was never, it was never really bad. It's just, I, uh, it's getting pretty bored. Like, you can only play so many video games. Yeah. And uh, I'm in the same boat as that. Yeah, that's true. In your room and playing so many things. Yeah. It all gets pretty boring. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking lucky that I've got... I've had the gym. And, yeah, it's uh, nice. So you can shit. still get out there. Yeah, you're still you're still essential worker too, Brad. You're doing the deliveries, right? Yeah, and the deliveries. Dude, the most essential. The most Dude. essential. The you know, most times I work essential. Food? It's sick. Walked out with 120 bucks tonight. What a flex! No, 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 no discredit to the the nurses and the frontline workers here, but man, <laughs> pizza's important. Pour one out for the pizza delivery boys out there. Cheers to the camera. And the skip, and the, the, skip, the, the, skip the, the skip the dish drivers as well. Shout out Jared. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, shout out Jared Nichols. Oh, he's uh he's a skip the dish too, or he's yeah he's putting that, he's put, he's putting that grind and driving skip. Really? Yeah. He Dude, they actually make like bank. Cool. Skip skip drivers make bank, man. Dude, yeah, skip and uh, delivery. You actually can make some bank right now. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't go in any restaurants, so 
Well, yeah, like delivery. Oh, good time for that. So it's pretty sweet. Oh, uh, Leland, I saw that Snapchat of you and Mitchell. I don't know why I said Mitchell. You and Mitch going down that hill. Then I found out like 20 minutes later he broke his collarbone, and you almost did too. Oh. You, you <laughs> seen that? You've seen Mitchell's Snapchat story, the one where he, all you can see is uh, the phone tumbling down the pavement, and then you just hear him screaming in the background. You seen that one? No, I didn't see that one. Where the fuck was that? Uh, wait, which one Which one did you see? I just saw you guys going down the hill. That's it. Okay, <laughs> no, that was a different hill. That was like a couple days before. But, uh, yeah, oh, okay. so we were at Ashton's. We were playing Beard Arts. Um, this was Tuesday night. Yeah. Standard Tuesday night. But uh, we, uh, we were playing beard arts, and I had Mitchell's uh, longboard in my trunk for the last time that we went longboarding. So yeah. I went to, like, give it to him and, like, put it in his truck before I forgot. And um, I was like, hey, man, you, you want to go uh, bomb this hill? Because uh, where Ashen lives, it's, like, right on Highway 53 when you come in east from town or from the country. And there's that, you know, that hill that comes down from, like, McDonald Road all the way down to the gas station, like, Grady Mart. Yeah, 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 that one, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, hey, let's, let's like up and do this hill. And that road's like pretty rough. Like there's quite a few bottles, but I kind of knew that. And so did he, and we were kind of watching for them. But yeah, we like went up. We didn't go all the way to the top. We're like, because he's like, oh, I'm, <laughs> he's wearing his cowboy boots. So he's like, oh, dude, I, I don't want to go too hard. I'm wearing cowboy boots. Like that's not very good for yeah. uh, for longboarding. I was like, oh, okay, we'll just go from here. So we took a few steps up from Ashton's house. Like, oh, uh, we were probably... Uh, two blocks away from, like, um, the county line road, like, where the bonnets live. Mm-hmm. And we started going down there, and um, the hill's not, like, super steep, but it's pretty gradual. So we were, we were going down, and about halfway down, there's this massive pothole. Like, probably it spanned almost across the whole lane that we were in. Mm-hmm. And there was a spot in the middle, like, where people don't really drive too often that had, like, a clear spot that you could ride through. But yeah, it spanned across the whole thing, and it was probably, um, foot like all, like half a foot deep, and about a foot wide. So there's no way you're longboarding over that. And yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I, I seen it coming. I weaved in between. Keep in mind that this is like halfway down, so we're going probably forty five ish. Like you guys are fucking fast, dude. Not crazy fast, but like pretty decent. And uh, yeah, so I pointed at it. For Mitchell, because I still had to, like, keep looking ahead for bottles, so I, like, pointed at it and, like, made a little fuss. But when I pointed at it, he was digging into his pocket to reach out for his phone to take a Snapchat. So he didn't see me pointing at it, and he didn't see the pothole. So he got his phone out, and um, he's taking the video. (laughs) He still has a video. It's it's pretty funny. You can't see too, too much, but just his reaction. But, yeah, he's taking the video. It's, like, a video of his board, a video of the sky and the sunset and the back of the board and then when he comes back to his board he just like he was on like the hold on snapchat so his phone just flies over his hand goes tumbling on the concrete and all you can hear is mitchell in the background just like screaming and like agonizing pain oh my god <laughs> and, uh, yeah so i like got down to the bottom but and like turned around and when i turned around mitchell was behind me so i was like oh no don't tell me he crashed so i walked back up around the corner like towards like the Chinese food restaurant and yeah here's Mitchell he like had crawled himself with his longboard he was on the road he crawled all the way to the curb and was like laying in the grass just like screaming in pain like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, so I like my God. poor fucking <laughs> yeah. dude that fucking hurt so bad 
That would oh, suck it, it, so bad. Was he pretty scraped up too, like cuts? Um, no. He really? had one decent cut on his elbow, but that was pretty much it. He's wearing a sweater, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What uh, what color? Like right side or left side? Uh, left side, and left that's side. and that's why. Um, like I watched Chase break his collarbone too when we were out biking, and I kind of know like what it looks like when someone snaps their collarbone because they instantly go into shock and like pass out. <laughs> At least yeah. that's what happened to Chase. Mitchell. Yeah. Like it was on the side. Like he uh, had separated that shoulder like quite a few times before, so it was his bad shoulder. Yeah. So like we both kind of just assumed that he uh, kind of wrecked his shoulder again or whatever. But yeah, we went, we uh, got him up off the ground and uh, like carried his board back up the hill. It sucks because we had to walk all the way back up the hill like that too. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, I'll have one more beer, I'll have one more beer. So he had a beer. And he's like, hey guys, I, I think I need to go to the hospital. We're like, yeah, you probably should. Then <laughs> so, yeah, so his sister came and picked him up and took him to the hospital. So what, what kind of cast they put him in? Uh, just a sling. Collarbone was like one of the worst, uh, one of the worst breaks you can have, just because um, you really can't do anything about it, like at all. Yeah. Like you, you just, just try to, not to move it. Yeah, exactly. You just have to keep still in the sling and like hope it heals. It's kind of like ribs, right? Like yeah, do anything about ribs. Super painful. Yeah, that's fucking hard. Uh, I haven't broken a bone, so. I broke my hand and, like, fingers and shit and my nose, like, five times, but that's, no, like, me. I've, ne- yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've never broken a bone, actually. Really? Yeah. I've, like, the biggest break I've had is probably my hand, but, like. What'd you do with that? I broke my fourth metacarpal, my very first practice at RDC. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it fucking sucked. Walked out on, all all excited. We were scrimming. And, uh, Did you jam it? Jammed it on, like, one of our big guys who didn't call screen, and it, like, my finger just, like, shot straight down and snapped the metacarpal on top. So then I was in a cast for four weeks. They re-x-rayed, said I needed surgery, took me to the emergency room, like, two weeks later after I booked surgery. And then called surgery off in the when they were about to give me the drugs to knock me out. Because I could, like, make a fist. Mm. It was really weird. So, like, it oh, never okay. healed properly, but they said, like, I've got function in it. That there was no need. Awesome. That sucks. That's, uh, that's one thing about a collarbone, too. I don't know why, but, like, the doctors are always, like, super hesitant to do the surgery so that it heals properly. Yeah. And, like, man, you look, you ask anybody who has ever broken their collarbone to, like, show you their collarbone, it's guaranteed, like, crooked or, like, um, like, healed like this or healed like this. Because they never, they never do surgery, which is ridiculous. Because how, how are you supposed to, how is a bone supposed to heal right when you, when you can't, like, put it, put it in a cast or, like... Yeah, and you can't, like, set it where you want it to heal? Exactly. Put, position it where it's straight. Because, think about it, you make any movement, you're moving your collarbone or, like, like, at all. Yeah, I know. You know what the worst break? You know what the worst break would be? Right in the pelvis. I like would be the fucking worst. Yeah, it is for sure one of the worst. (laughs) One of the worst, or is the worst? Like probably is the worst. It's like pelvis and the femur. Yeah, I think two worst breaks you can get apparently. Because you're always fucking moving. 
What's that, Layla? The fem- is the femur yeah, the... You can, you can die when you break your femur, that's why. It's yeah, okay. yeah. Is the femur this bad boy? No. Or this bad boy? That bad boy. This bad boy? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. The audience can't see Dawson's got his leg uh, up in the air and he's grabbing. Man spreading, you can say. Uh, do you guys want to go to the tiger shark? This one's a tall can, so... It's gonna take a bit. I've never really, like, looked at it. It's fucking sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Half tiger, half shark. Big fan of Phillips. Yeah, it's a Citra Pale Ale. Um, looks like a fucking yeah, good shit. Yeah, pretty light, but, like, a little bit hoppy for a pale ale. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, have you had one yet? I've had, like, sips of them before, but they also, on the can, they have, like, a little uh, dial for you. Oh yeah, oh, that's cool. Actually, yeah, so it's I like, like that. tells you it's like a little bit of it's like lightness, it's malt level, and it's hops level. So mm-hmm. you can always kind of gauge what you're getting whenever you're shopping their beers, which I love. Um, yeah, yeah, I, think I like it's a super too. easy way to like shop for what I'm looking for, especially when you like have like a taste you're into but want to try a new beer. Then you can just like read the labels and kind of find something that you're like, oh, you know what? Like I'm feeling something dark but low malt and high hop or something like that. Tiger Shark, or Tiger Shark, sometimes breaking convention yields more delicious results, and this Citra-focused beer is a pale ale reimagined. Bred to attack the palate, Tiger Shark is a tropical alpha beast packed with juicy passion fruit and citrus flavor without the bitter bite. Alright, let's pop this. Yeah, let's open it up, please. Hell yeah. Ooh. Oh, you can taste the citrus in it, too. That smell, I mean. You can smell the hops. I think hops have a specific smell. Anyway, cheers. Cheers. That's a, that's a crisp one, for sure. I like it, though. It's, it's super good. S- smells tasty. I don't think, um... I think I like every Phillips beer. Oh, God. Right. They, uh... I always put out some oh. good product. That, that, that bad, eh? <coughs> oh, just the wrong pipe. No, I actually like this cool That bad, eh? <laughs> yeah, no, I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, Phillips has yet to disappoint me with a beer. For sure. Yeah, this is this is a solid beer for sure. It's definitely more fruity for the people that like that, but uh, the hops are no, as it's bad solid. As I remember, to tell you the truth, it's not as hoppy as I remember it being the first time I tried it. It's like way less. Leland, what kind of beer drinker are you? Are you more domestic, port, um, craft? Um, Any of them? <laughs> Anything cold and wet? No, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoy like domestic's good. Yeah. For uh, just like rice and like if you're just looking to get fucking hammered at a party, but I like craft just because of the different varieties and all the different uh, that you can get. Yeah, sure. You, you'll almost never drink the same beer twice. You know what I mean? Like you know, you have like a Coors Light, Bud Light. Um, or a Budweiser and the Coors Banquet, and they all kind of taste like pretty similar. Obviously, they taste a little bit different, but they're all kind of the same. And I don't they think that have like the same like base ingredient, and then they're just like, yeah, I'm throw in an apple. Yeah. I'm gonna throw in a lime, and it like doesn't really change it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah, I you will probably never ever find a craft beer that's the same as another. Yeah, for sure, dude. Even like craft beer batches, like season to season, they taste differently. Mm-hmm. I found like a dark found matter. A dark matter this year that was like freshly brewed isn't gonna taste the same 
as the dark matters that were like brewed last year or like um <clears throat> even more for like, sure like, for sure like but i also i also feel like that has to do with the fact that like a craft brewery wouldn't use the same preservatives and whatnot that uh like a major brewery would use yeah and like um just like more fresh ingredients Like uh, sure. like coconut beers. There's a mm-hmm. Action Barrel in Langford has a really good coconut porter, which they use actual coconut for in the in the beer that they brew it with, and not like a coconut puree. And you like taste the difference. I don't know that I have ever had a coconut beer, but that sounds good. Me neither. Oh yeah, you can't have to like coconut beer. Re-em- is really good. Can't have to reimagine the wheel for like craft beers. You gotta like stand out, and so you can't just make a piss water beer like all these like coolers and stuff. You gotta like actually stand out and get attention. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, honestly, like um, taste obviously goes a long way in product too. But I feel like uh, just like the vibes and like the uh, the picture that you create for yourself as a craft brewery has like goes further than anything. Hmm. Yeah, you really have, like, a certain personality that, as, like, a brewery that you um, kind of have to approach. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. <clears throat> no, it's a good beer. I wasn't much of a craft drinker until I came out to the the island, dude. Yeah. Oh, uh, island bros. Island bros. Island <laughs> girls. West Coast, best coast. <laughs> All right. Okay, so now that we've uh, crafted the second beer, you guys said only the Let's start. The great I think debate. I think it's. I think it's time, Grant. I think it's time. Okay, right. I'll be the moderator. I'll be Anderson Cooper here. Okay, yeah. Denise, why don't why don't you uh, why don't you start off and kind of explain what's going on here? What's uh what's happening? Well, Brent Brent gave uh, us a uh, a topic in the first episode of who's a better like fundamental skater. Or a better skater. A figure so skater? Skating in general, correct? Skating. Skating in general. So, okay. a figure skater or a hockey player. Brad and I, but I don't know how to skate or anything, I picked figure skater. Brad was a hockey player. He also picked figure skating. And Leland disagrees. And why is that, Leland? So, I'm, I'm not going to go straight to why I disagree, but I'm just going to bring up that on the first episode, Brad says, oh, the only point that Leland made was that they're fast. They would win a race, and they're stronger. But Brad, I have more points than that, and we're gonna, we're gonna learn that right now. All right. But anyways, um, so there's. Let me get this straight. There's no discredit to figure skaters or um their sport at all in this argument. I just this is what I think. But um, so the reason I think that hockey players are better skaters, and we're talking about skating, is. Um, if you look at skating, like if you put a figure skater and a hockey skater side by side, just skate a straight line down the ice, not only is a hockey skater going to make it there faster, which we're, like speed speed obviously has a little bit to do with it because of like the strength that they have and whatnot, but um, I, I'm trying to figure out a way to put this best. But um, like I watching growing up playing hockey and, you know, figure skaters are always on the ice before you and, uh, like, seeing your teammates and figure skaters before. But I just – I truly believe that hockey skaters have a more structured stride than figure skaters. 
like more structurally sound than figure skaters do. And sure, it's two completely different things, obviously. And this is this is why this argument is so hard to have. Is because it's like arguing. Um, this is this is uh, a little bit off topic, but it's like arguing whether Michael Jordan would be able to play in today's era. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like not really arguable, or like whether Wayne Gretzky would be good, or how many goals Crosby would score in that era, or vice versa. But uh, it's hard to have that argument just just solely based on the fact that they're two completely different things. Like they don't even wear the same sort of skates. Yeah. But uh, I know the argument you guys had was that um, figure skaters have to do all these tricks and flip or not flips, sorry, but like spins and jumps and whatnot. But that's I feel kind of um, irrelevant, not irrelevant to the argument, but that doesn't really support your um, argument just because like hockey players have to shoot, uh, hit. Um, like pass, like do all these other things, but I think that's separate skills from skating. Sure, it's a branch off of skating, but it's completely different from just skating as a whole. So I think that hockey players are better at skating, like just, just skating the whole straight line, just solely based on strength and structure of their strides. But I don't. It, it's uh, it's all a matter of opinion, I think, as well. So, mm-hmm. Brant. You get a counter? Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> get ready for this, Lillian. Get ready for this. <laughs> you wrote some shit down. This guy's got his clipboard out. I will concede. <laughs> I will concede that hockey players are for sure the better overall athletes. They're stronger. They're more athletic. Like, for sure. Figure skaters are athletic in their own way. But, like, when you look at, like, sheer athleticism and power and strength... Hockey players, all day in the bag. I'll concede that, for sure. But I would argue that I think a figure skater would be able to skate in a straight line better than a hockey player. In what uh, what aspect, though? Like, what makes them better in a straight line than a hockey player? Here's why. (laughs) Like like a a (laughs) hockey player... Has to skate up and down the ice, straight line, cuts, edges, that sort of thing. A figure skater is constantly on a different straight line. Like the way that they have to do what they're going to do, their routine is part of the ice, right? So like every piece, like they're going to jump here at that spot, at that spot, at that spot. So when you have like a very well choreographed skate, they're constantly drawing that line that map that they've been practicing over and over again and they're still able to do all their things and then land back on that line whether that line's a straight or on an angle but they're able to ride the line because they've mapped out their entire choreography based on what they're going to do for their routine and their song and at what point right i would i think that just like based off that and how they're able to follow that line of movement and that map, and then as well as being able to jump and spin and land and then continue on that line, I think that if you put a figure skater and a hockey player and just said, like, skate a straight line as fast as you can, I think if there was a way to track that, I think a figure skater would be a straighter line than a hockey player. Right, right. So so I would say that... and. Like I said, um, the spins, 
and the tricks and stuff, would you not agree that it is a separate skill um, yeah. than skating in a whole, like as a whole? Okay, so Wait. that leads me to my next point, where you, you where you talk about it depends on what well, context. Let's not just skate. We're talking about skating in general, like just just skating, just out, like that's it. So what I'm saying is that um, shooting, passing, hitting, scoring—that's all a separate skill from skating in general. As to where tricks and spins are, also a separate skill to skating in general. Sure, there, um, it's uh, skating is involved in that process, but I would say that it is a separate skill to be learned um, within each sport. It's like a separate skill. So I would say that um, that that's more um, sports specific rather than just like uh, directed towards skating. I get what you mean, but I don't think that can apply to figure skaters because it's like their entire basis is skating. So it's like, like I mean, them learning hockey. how to flip, how to do like their flips and jumps is skating. You know what I mean. Like, I would like, like, I would say that uh, the like the main basis of ice hockey would be skating too. That's how you kind of that's how you get around the ice, and that's how you that's how you get around the game and make your maneuvers and whatnot. But let's let's go back to your point about how um, they have this choreographed line and the, and they have to um, uh, they have to do tricks and then go back onto their line and they have this line perfectly drawn out. But I'm gonna go ahead and say. That figure skaters have incredible edge work. I will give them that. That's the stuff they do on their edges is good. I you cannot discredit that. But um, to be able to practice that line for an entire week, an entire month, a season, whatever, leading up to a, a um, figure skating show. What are they called? Festivals. Uh, I, I think they're called festivals, anyways. Yeah, but probably. you you have you have practices on practices on practices to practice. That one line, that one—I uh, wouldn't call it a line, but like that one routine, the routine that they do, right? Whereas, um, I would say that a hockey player—you <laughs> can, sure, can practice, you can practice game scenarios, you can practice um, like turning and cutting and cutting back and delaying and delaying into your zone and all this different stuff. But I would say that um, you're never going to have the same hockey play twice in your career. Ever. Like, you'll never do the exact same thing twice in your career. And that's where I think the difficulty in skating and hockey is so much um, harder. And you need to be so much, I wouldn't say so much better, but like, as a, as a whole, like, just being able to skate, I would say that not being able to practice every single move that you make on the ice at any given time when you're on the ice, that's what makes it more difficult. Yeah, that makes like, sense. I, like, you're I trying to, sense. like, so, like, what you're arguing is, like, they're reactionary. Yeah. Right, right. And you can't, you can't, like the like, process of reactionary skating versus just like skating. And it's, it's yeah, sure, it's not exactly. Planned. Yeah. Yeah. I, and like, I can understand that for sure. But like, I also feel like figure skaters with like the type of skating that they have to do, like, I would argue that their like reflex and reactions on skates would be just as fine tuned um, as a hockey player. But, I, I would I would say just as fine tuned because they practice those exact moves and the exact routines and same maneuvers over and over and over again. And sure, hockey players do too. But I would say that um, their moves are fine tuned on the spot as to where a figure skater fine tunes their moves 
over and over and practices them over and over and over again, the exact same thing to perfect it. You know what I mean? Whereas a hockey skater, sure, you can be good at fucking cutting back or doing a toe drag or like doing a certain move, but you have to do something different in every situation that you're in because every situation is different. Whereas figure skating, it's all like every situation that you get yourself into, it's the same because that's your routine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like then, like that's just the difference in sport. You know? What yeah, I mean? exactly. That's 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 just like saying uh, spins and tricks and stick handling and shooting, right? But I would say uh, just because of the difficulty of hockey and like the difficulty of the skating involved in hockey, I would say that um, that would make a hockey player better at skating in general than a figure skater because. Um, Sure, like figure skating is difficult. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, like oh, fuck, I tried to I tried to jump a blue line in novice, and I don't know how many times I felt how many times I fell, and they do that stuff on the daily. But uh, um, I'd say just like the speed, the speed and the agility, and like the the pace of the game is played at is what makes is what makes hockey players stand out so much more from a skating as or a skating uh, point of view. I feel like they stand out because it's like a bigger sport. I mean, mm. Olympic like, figure skating is huge, man. Yeah, Olympic figure skating is pretty huge, but pretty huge. But like, you can't deny that hockey's bigger overall. You're I think far, there's more exposure. You're far mo- more exposed to the hockey players, so that's what you see more often. So you don't see how Absolute, but, really but, talented these figure skaters are other than the one time every four years that you're going to stop to watch five minutes of the Olympics. Whereas oh yeah, every it's Saturday, once every four every years, Wednesday, right? Every every other day, I can turn on my TV and watch a hockey game. Like your exposure to that is so much higher. Sure. So it's like I don't think like how much like I don't. I just feel like it's kind of like you can't really comprehend how like much like like true dedication to skating that figure skaters probably have compared to like hockey players because hockey players also I, have, well, it, because it, like, it's, it, hockey players have to focus on more than one thing right so they can't really perfect the craft of skating in a sense with that argument you know what i mean of like how they're like more reactionary because they have so many different things like they can't really perfect that if they're constantly working on these other things so with that argument i would just say you know well figure skaters all they got to do is they're skating so all they have to do is perfect that craft of skating so already that proves that they would be a better skater now Hockey players absolutely have to perfect the art of skating to be where they are, but it's a different type of skating, and I don't think it's as and I don't think it's as perfected as a figure skater's. Doss, you're just getting naked on the show. Hello, um, and that and that uh, just goes back to my point, Brent, as to where figure skaters get to practice that routine and that. Um, that performance over and over and over and over again. And that's why I think to perfect that routine, for sure, for sure, <clears throat> that their routines and their maneuvers are much more perfected than hockey players, just in the sense that um, you'll never, like, you don't make the same movement twice, really, in a hockey game. But, like, um, Obviously, you still work on those scenarios, and that's really all you can work on. There's no way to truly perfect um, a certain movement that you're going to perform 
so many different times, but each time it might be different, you know what I mean? So that you can't really perfect something that's different every time, if that makes sense. But uh, Yeah, it does, but I would also argue that, like, that's, like, every single thing you do ever. It's never going to be the exact same. Like, I don't think, I do not think for a second that when a figure skater steps on the ice, it's going to be the exact same thing, the exact same time, every time. That's how hard it is for them to perfect their routines, and that's why they get scores. Like, that's why not everybody in any kind of synchronized sport is getting 10 out of 10. Because although they have to practice it 100 times, like a diver doesn't get 10 out of 10 every time at the Olympics. They're getting, like, 9s and 8s, and it's extremely hard to get a 10. But I bet they've gotten a 10 No, 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 but I, I would say that their, control, or their scenarios are a lot more controlled. Absolutely. Because they like only have to do that one thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because they're only focusing on that one routine, those um, handful of maneuvers that they practice throughout the year, and that one pattern that they would skate on the ice. Okay. It's because they only have to focus on that. Okay, so their entire focus, Brent, their entire focus, the entire time <laughs> they're on the ice, is based on that routine and on those maneuvers as to where when you're playing hockey, it's it's uh, your focus is on so many different things at so many different times and everything is changing so fast around you because the game is just that, like it's fast-paced, obviously. And it, it's two completely different sports and it's kind of hard to compare them, but just like being able to skate and like uh, read the plays and stop on a dime turn. It's just, it's, it's so you, hard to compare because it's so different of a sport. You know I mean? down, if you were to break skating down into like, into three skills, how would you break it down? What three would you choose? What would like, they be? What consists of skating? Um, I'd say balance. What consi- does skating consist of? I'm sorry, I'd say balance, strength, and agility. Strength and agility are your other two? Balance, strength, agility, so... What are you doing? Yeah, like I don't. I'm way too distracted by you. Dawson, Sorry, don't look at me. Don't who look at the square. Can't see what's going on, but Dawson. This guy's got, Dawson just took his sweater off, and then he just like awkwardly reached and got this big thing of lubriderm, and is just like pumping it into his hands without noticing a word that Leland and I are both just staring at the camera like. Well, Jesus, do you guys. See it? Do, you, do I see it too? Like, what the I'm fuck? I'm just trying to fucking get this burn, you know, lotion up, bro. Dude, Lubriderm is not going to help with your burn. What's Lubriderm? Lubriderm? I don't even know why this is my fucking room. Like, aloe gel. I know, I know, just I, know like, I know why. It's like skin lotion. Yeah, oh, shut up. I know why it's in your room, buddy. No way. That's why I have tissues in my you just, room, too. You just, you just don't have the freaking back of Kleenex in the, in the screen. <laughs> anyway, go back to your fucking argument, boys. I'm the moderator. Okay, so balance, strength, and agility are your three. Yes. I would What's think... What's your three? I would... No, I'm going to argue your three. Um, I want to hear, I wanna hear favor, your three I want to hear your counter three. I think Obviously, it's, balance, I, what are your I, other two? Balance is, like, for sure. Like, any thing of skating right balance so balance. we agree on balance but i don't necessarily think you need like i and i think strength but when you say strength i think you're thinking power because like strength and power are two very different things i'm like, saying strength you're thinking just like 
overall the strength when I, when, to push. When I think of when I think when, when I think of power, I think of like explosiveness and like um, it, it kind of relates to speed in a way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I I think strength is different than power. Okay, then I would say balance and strength as well. <clears throat> um, balance of strength. Balance of strength, and then. I don't know my third. I'm not sure if I'd say agility, but I totally get where you've come from Whoa. with agility, like 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what my third would be. I'm going to continue to think on that, but I'm just going to argue balance for a moment here. Okay. So when you think of a hockey player and a figure skater, on skates, on the ice, who do you think has more balance? If you were to put them through some kind of balancing test, who do you think would come out on top? Okay, so we're obviously talking like top tier hockey players, top tier figure skaters, correct? Or are we just talking in a, in a, in a, in general? What are you thinking? I I think I think we talk top tier. I kind of think I think top, top tier. tier. Master, yeah. master, masters yeah, of the craft. I would think top tier. Yeah. Top top tier. Uh, I obviously I gotta say hockey players. That's that's the side of support. See, and like, obviously you're saying figure skater, but the reason I say that the reason I say that the reason I say that is just because of the fact that hockey is always at full speed. It's never not at full speed. It's one to two minute shifts. So when you get back out there, you have energy again. You're always going like you're always going full speed. It's to where figure skating. You uh have you have you been to a figure skating festival or seen figure yeah. skaters? They're not they're not going like they're not going that fast. Like sure they they have some they pick up speed and they do things at a pretty high pace, but it's nothing compared to a hockey game where you're going that full speed the entire time, but you're also getting hit. You're also shooting off of one foot. You're making corners way tighter. Um, you're making dangles, moves around defensemen. I, I gotta I, I gotta go hockey player, I man. Completely disagree that hockey players are mm. always at full speed. No, hockey is never at just full speed. If it was all just full speed, you'd just see people running into each other and running around like crazy with their chickens like their head cut off. Hockey have you, is have you watched, just you like hockey? any other sport where it speeds up, it slows down. When they get in their offense, like things can be methodical. A hundred percent, they can be. When a hockey team, when a team gets into like the other team's zone and they dump and chase and they have control of the puck and they're filtering the puck through their offense to get the best possible shot. They work through an offense. They don't just take every random shot they have. And then when things transition through a turnover or they're back still, and forth, like hockey is never just played in fifth gear. They're, they're still, totally they're still, disagree. they're still working that. They're still working that offense at full speed. Man. They're obviously, what? obviously, they're still working that offense at full speed. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they're they're cycling the puck around the zone. That's still that's still at a speed that that's controlled for them, and it's still full speed for them. Obviously, to obviously, you offense, have like the dumping like, chases. Like, no, like, no, 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 hear me out. Hear me out. You, your argument was chase, yeah, yeah, let him go. When someone when someone dumps when someone dumps the puck in, there's there's going to be two guys chasing one guy high, and obviously the defense aren't going to push in. But that's just a strategic point of view. Um, the people that are chasing the puck, obviously, they're ripping. They're they're skating as hard as they possibly can to try and chase that puck down and get it in the offensive zone and gain possession again, right? But um, in the like in the moment, like if you, let's say you're running a power play, you obviously um, you would slow things down. You gather, you get your position, but you're still doing that at a pace 
where you need to um, be able to There's throw the other team off. Yeah, and I, exactly, abso- exactly. I absolutely so, agree. But it's so never need- played at one speed. And I would argue, like, figure skating is not just all slow, and they're going through it slow. Figure, figure skating, have to pick I'd up say, it's one speed. speed. No, I would completely disagree. Figure skating is not one speed. If you watch it, it is not. They have to ex- they have to accelerate at the appropriate time, get to that speed at which they can, you know, lift off and do their spin, land, go back. They're skating backwards. They have to transition to forwards. They've got to do this and that. They have to slow down. They have to speed up. I would completely argue the opposite that figure skating is never, never one okay, speed. Okay, I, 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 I would agree. I would agree. It's constantly changing throughout everything they have to do. And I would also just like end the fact that um, you had had one other point that I was arguing, that I was going to argue, and now it just like completely left me. Um, Okay, well, while while you think of that, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Everything you said is true. It's not all at one speed. But also everything you said, other than the tricks and stuff like that, hockey players also have to do on the ice. But while worrying about getting hit... While worried about making a pass, while worried about making a shot, so I would say, and and uh, our point is balance right now. I would say, um, doing all that while trying to take a hit, I would say their balance is way higher, just solely based on the fact of having to take it or having to, to take make a, a hit on skates is completely different compared to have to having to avoid a hit on skates is completely different oh. type of thing, like. It's not even. Close. I mean, obviously, it's, I don't. I don't think it's even close. Sports. How like they're completely different sports. It's obviously different. The body control and the balance overall and the core strength of a figure skater is that of like a gymnast. Like you have to believe that. And gymnasts are easily the best athletes in the world. Those are the people with the most body control. The most. Okay, so body, 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 body control and balance so are two bal- completely no, different body things. Control and balance are two in the same. To have great balance, <laughs> you need great body control absolutely Except, you're a fool if so you they're different with that. so they're different no so to they're have different. great balance you need great body control listen to what you're saying brand to have great balance you need great body control and without one or the other you can't have so you need two right so you need yeah. balance you need so body i would control. absolutely say that figure skaters have so better body have, control and better balance than a hockey player Body control is different, though. We're talking balance, solely balance, Brent. But you need body control to have balance, Leland. Solely balance. You need that body control to balance. They have, If they have more body control, think about it this way. If a, if a figure skater has more body control than a hockey player, they will therefore have better balance. Even if you take, if you take it away, they're going to have better balance because they have the body control. Whereas if a hockey player doesn't, so you, you, all they've you, you got think, is balance. Think, so it's like it's you think, literally well, like adding like an attribute to their balance that makes them Lil- better at balance. Go ahead, Lilith. Go talk. So, so, my brat. So, so listen, listen. Listen to what you're saying. You're saying adding an attribute. So uh, body control is a completely different hey, attribute brat. than balance. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta listen to what you're saying. You're adding an attribute. So body control is an attribute. Balance is an attribute. And having Good body control, obviously. Um, your ba- your balance, your balance. Your benefit, obviously, exactly. But and I'm going to go to this point: is where do you honestly think that someone with no pressure? Okay, I'm not going to say no pressure. Obviously, pressure to figure skating, and you want to get good scores, whatnot. But there's no pressure of um, 
there's no there's no second element. It's you and the ice. It's you and the ice. You have no pressure other than yourself and the judges and whatnot. But you honestly think that someone skating around the ice in circles, doing tricks, whatever, has less balance than someone skating full speed, full speed trying to avoid a hit. Someone coming out the other direction trying to avoid a hit and dodging them. Overall, a figure skater, hundred percent, hundred percent. 100%. Because so I guarantee you, a figure skater can go at full speed and also do what that hockey player is going to do. Ooh. Guarantee it. Dude. <laughs> it's two different things. Okay, okay, okay. I, okay. A figure obviously, skater obviously, obviously, obvi- a figure skater obviously doesn't need to learn how to avoid a hit. They're never going to get hit. But overall balance, if you were to test them in an actual balance score, I 100% believe that a figure skater would win that 10 times out of 10 overall balance in an overall balance test that is scored a figure skater would win why because i have more body control <laughs> probably because it's part of it i i don't understand how you can say that it's not i'm not saying it's not i'm saying they're different things they obviously have to do with each other a lot but they are different things grant you're saying they're the exact same but they're not body control is different than the exact same i'm saying body control you're... is like what creates your balance is what makes you a better balancer Mm. Yeah, you're saying it's an attribute. It's a you, you literally said it yourself. It's they're so two then, different attributes. Okay, but those were your words. You said they're two different attributes. But then when you talk about like one or the other, you're like, oh well. Then without that, then hockey players are better. And it's like, no, you can't really argue that it's apples to apples. No, I would say I would say body control is different in the sense that, um, but like body control, for example, um, is controlling. Your entire like your limbs doing something while your feet are doing another and being able to um, no that's coordination for those two things what that's coordination so coordination and body control are the same thing no. okay what's what's the what's definition of body control so so that argument coordination and body control are the same thing is your same argument as body control and fucking balance are the same thing it's just, they're not they're, it's all different attributes like, that all missing, play into you're missing that, that all, argument. Like you're just trying to you're just trying to take away from me the the ignition of how they're better balancers. Like to just be like, oh, they can't you can't argue body control with balance. So okay, well then how do you even argue balance at all? Like you're just trying like you're just taking away my defense. I'm not think, I'm just saying that they are different things and you're disagreeing with you, but in fact they are. You literally said it yourself that they're two different attributes. No, it's not that it's two different attributes. I think they're one and the same. I think they live. They're in this. They're within the same category. So you're saying balance and uh, body control is a subcategory of balance? Would yes, you say? body control is like a subcategory of balance. Just <laughs> drink a swig before it comes back into this one. Swig before. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. We obviously have two very different opinions about this topic. All right, but... then we might. <laughs> I didn't think we disagreed this much. I was ready for it. Maybe maybe we let the listeners uh, decide on this one. Yeah. Uh, Here's the problem. I'm down. Like, we'll we'll create a poll. Yeah, create a poll. When, when, this, when this episode airs, we'll create a poll. Yeah, that was a good argument, guys. Good job. Yeah, we didn't even touch on the other two. On the two strength what? and agility yet, but. Oh, you want to keep going? No, you I got keep... my beer. I don't want to keep going. Yeah, yeah. Well. Oh yeah, good argument. We'll post this on uh, Instagram when this goes live. On, I think it'll go live. 
Yeah, oh, so uh, are we, are... we got to give our uh, beer ratings. Oh, are we finishing right now? Hey, All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Dawson. Let's get uh, let's get, uh, get into the ratings of the beers. Uh, you go first, Leland, for the Coors Banquet. That's uh, classic. Pretty tasty, but uh, I'm going to go 6.2. 6. 6.2. 6.2. Yeah, just above average. It's not a bad score for it. Um, for me, I think I'd give it around that, too. I think a 6, 6.1. I would say 6. Just flat 6. Flat 6. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I drink it on a regular basis, so my go-tier. Go to. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 5.7. Oh, Very. So, yeah, pretty much. It's, a, it's probably going to be the best domestic beer we have, I think. Yeah. Best domestic. Yeah, I think it is a pretty decent beer. Like, I think it's like an average beer. Um, it doesn't taste as watery, so I, I actually, like, do like beer. Yeah. If I'm going to be balling on a budget, it's going to be on the Coors budget. Well, it's it's expensive though. Yeah, a little more expensive than. Yeah, so what I said doesn't make any sense. Um, if I was like to it... just like love domestic beer, it would probably be Coors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How about the Tiger Shark, Dylan? Tiger Shark's a good beer, man. Um, as far as craft beer goes, just like all in all, like the can design, all the like funny shit on it, like the explanation and like how they have like the uh uh the scales on it with like the the light and dark the malt level and the hops level it's pretty cool but uh i think uh i think it's a 7.8 7.8 7.8 yeah that's a good score for that too like uh um, i think i'd rate the same like uh eight a little bit a little higher but uh i think that's where it should be is around there Sure. It's pretty tasty, but it's not something I would drink all the time. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a seven. Seven point five. Seven. All right. I'm gonna go. Okay. If I want to be like super accurate, I'm going seven point three. I think it's good beer, but like you said, it's not something that like I'm gonna drink all the time every day. Um, but like, it's good. It's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I like I'll it. drink it again, like, sure. And like on tap, it's a very good beer on tap. Everything's better on tap. Oh yeah. Everything. Cold forty five is probably better on tap too. Cold forty five. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> so, that's the lowest rating so far. Yeah. Dude, how funny would it be if you guys did an episode of just a Colt forty five, like a forty Colt forty five? Might have to be an episode. A full one? Oh yeah, you gonna finish it by the end of it? We have to have it's like a, do like a stupid fucking just like off the rails Edward, episode Edward, with every Edward. guest we've had so far, and we all drink a cold forty-five. And get we, we all do. We all do Edward forty hands where we duct tape two cold forty-fives, like one cold forty-five each hand, and you can't fucking and take we'll it off until it. you. It'll go up on the YouTube channel. <laughs> Jesus fuck! Yeah, uh, that would actually surprise instantly. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, Leland, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Avril underscore official. Avril spelled uh, A-V-E-R-I-L-L. I'm sure you guys will put it on there and stuff, but for those just listening. All right, anything else? Any Twitter? Anything you want to plug? Uh, Twitter's Leland underscore 31. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. You can add me on Facebook if you want, but... <laughs> add me on MySpace, okay, dude. You can also add me on Facebook. 
<laughs> Yo, hit me on my next up here. Next up. You can find me at. Oh, you can find me at Dawson Dees on Instagram. That's about it. Yeah, that's the only one you plug. Uh, you can find me yeah. at Brand Seibel on Instagram and Twitter. Um, guys, also follow the show, Not a Beer Show, on Instagram and soon to be on Twitter. Hopefully, before this podcast airs, this episode five airs. Um, yeah, follow Leland. Thanks for coming on, Leland. Thanks, Leland. Uh, hey, no worries, boys. Thanks for having me. Post this. There will definitely be a poll, and we want to for sure. Any thanks. Um, that Brent, will either I just, be on just, Instagram, Twitter, or both, depending on how far along I am. I'll see you guys. Yeah, thank you. Hey, Brad, before we go. Yeah. You're wrong, bud. <laughs> <laughs>